welcome. Welcome to the Circle of Love and Light. I'm your host, Dr. Jane Mountrose, and I'm here. I'm very excited today, actually. I have a special guest, Barbara May Clark, who I call Babs, and she calls herself, you can see, she calls herself Babs. She's a minister with Awakenings Institute and a really wonderful, loving spiritual teacher. So like I said, I'm very excited. And this week, we're going to discuss uh, something I think we can return to over and over with an oracle reading, as we often have. And the topic is going where the universe wants to take you, <laughs> uh, which is a very interesting idea compared with where sometimes our thoughts want to take us. And um, it is an opportunity now, I think, to remind ourselves to rise above the fog of the mass consciousness, all of those thought forms and all of that programming that is holding us into a very limited space so we can open more to living in harmony with the universe and ultimately with that, with our spiritual destiny. Uh, I see Sharon's here. Welcome, Sharon. Um, anyhow, the, the events of our daily lives synchronously invite us to cooperate with the deeper connection with the divine that we have that and understand really within our hearts. And this is the way we experience life to the fullest, rather than shutting ourselves down and closing ourselves into some kind of a box. So we'll discuss the blessings that are available to us as we open more to the divine and the universe. And we're going to do uh, an oracle reading to receive insights. <laughs> and I love that because we just never know where that's going to take us. Um, and then we'll have a meditation to support everyone here to release the hold of those limiting programs and mass consciousness platforms that uh, hold us down so we can open fully to the divine. And, and I think to enjoy life more, <laughs> it just, it just, it's a kind of a no brainer for me. Anyhow, um, I first want to thank you as being here as a source of love and light for the world. I think it's probably the most needed thing <laughs> around. And um, the circle is here every week to support us in healing, growing, and again, standing as beacons of light for the world. So thank you for being here. Um, I also want to remind you if you're here with us live, uh, we appreciate you being here anytime, obviously. But if you're here with us live, uh, please say hello. Let us know where you're coming from and feel free to comment, add questions, whatever, whatever strikes you in your heart. And one more thing before we start, I always like to just stop for actually <laughs> no more than a minute and take a few nice loving breaths of light from the universe. And something I like to think of with this, this is something you can do anytime and you have every right to ask for the most amazing, wonderful love and light for you, which we can do now, just breathing in the most amazing possible love and light for you. And as you exhale, releasing anything that's stuck that can you can let go of now to just be more present in your body and open. Taking a few of those beautiful breaths together. And it always amazes me how just a few breaths can change my state. 
It's not that hard. And as I mentioned, you can do it anytime. Um, and for now, um, I'm so happy to turn to you, Babs, and I'd like to ask you to share a bit about why uh, learning to go where the universe wants to take you is important to you. Wow, thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you and whoever's here live. Hi, Sharon and anyone else and um, whoever listens to it. So um, for me, going where the universe takes me has been kind of I feel like that that's kind of my spiritual practice um, throughout my life. Um, definitely over the last years, um, it has been more and more a practice um, because I used to think like I knew what I knew, <laughs> right. my small ego knew what was the right thing for me to do. And so then I would go out and I try and control and manipulate and uh, the universe, the my my work, my my family, my people in my life to to you know be what I thought they were supposed to be versus mm -hmm. um, right. embracing the bigness of the universe and letting it unfold. Um, some of the things like I look back over my life now, and the things that I thought were the worst things were actually those things um, that caused me to grow spiritually more than anything else. Um, that, that the things that I would have said at that point, no, I don't want. Um, like for me personally, I struggled about 15 years ago really badly with anxiety and depression um, to the point where I was not, not very functional. Um, even though I looked functional on the outside, internally, I wasn't functional at all. Um, right. I, I could hardly take care of my kids and stuff like that. Well, that led me down a path um, to find a whole other spiritual way of being and relating to um, the universe, my quote unquote higher power um, th that, that I wouldn't have had had I not, I would have never chosen anxiety for myself. <laughs> no. um, but, but now I'm grateful for it. I would take it again to have what I have, the relationship I have with the universe, with myself, with creator, with source. Um, I, I would take it again. But it wasn't, wasn't something that I would have chosen, but it is what the universe unfolded for me in the circumstances mm -hmm. of my life. Um, and there's yeah. so many other things in my life. Um, and and as, I, as I embrace it, I can just be more joyful. As I embrace right. it, yeah. yeah. there's so <laughs> much more joy instead of trying right. to fight and push, thinking that my small ego... Um, can knows but there is in me there are not that's not saying that in my in my in my soul space i do i can feel that flow i can feel the flow of the universe and i can cooperate with it so it's not like i'm just this um like a pawn being moved around you know um but it is this beautiful it's become a beautiful dance of learning um how to listen to the universe and mm -hmm. right but not fighting i'm not fighting right right so yeah, I, th I think it's such a beautiful topic, and, and I was thinking about it this morning, too, about, um, well, doing the circle and, and a lot of the things that I'm doing now in my life that I have resisted, and I was thinking about it, I was thinking, well, is it, was it really selfishness, or was it fear? And I realized, because I've lived with a lot of anxiety and fear, <laughs> in my life too which is part of that it's part of our programming that all of that um and being able to trust when you're in fear it's hard to trust it's hard to trust 
Well, going into, for instance, us being here in the circle, we don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what you're going to say. You don't know what I'm going to say. Usually I don't even know what I'm going to do for the meditation if I'm doing it. <laughs> just, it just complete trust and openness to the divine to carry us forward. Um, and it requires us to release, which, and we're going to have that opportunity today too, to release some of those things that, that prevent us from being able to, like you were saying, to, to just be joyful, just be, <laughs> because we're so, we're so afraid. One essentially. of the things that I found was really important is like, because especially coming, I come from a fairly religious household. It's important for me to be able to learn that I can learn, take baby steps in trusting the universe. Right. I don't have to go like before it was like either, either you have full faith or you're going to hell. You know what I'm saying? So, so right. this was like, you can just take baby steps and learn to trust the universe over time. So for any listener um, who's there, it's okay if you don't have, if you aren't in that, in that sense where you can fully embrace, but it's like this baby steps of trusting. And as we, every day by day, we trust and we grow in our trust, you know, mm -hmm. um, right. that trust is that that's the thing that at least for me, it's been so important in letting go of the fear, letting go of the need to control and mm -hmm. being able to stay in the flow. Right. Um, just that little bit by little bit of trust. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's not about just being a blind follower of anyone or anything. And I think that um, along with that, if you look at having a healthy sense of receptivity, mm -hmm. it includes discerning, having discernment. And I think that's one of the things that we are learning along the way too, is and learning to discern what's right in our hearts rather than in our heads. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and bringing ultimately also bringing them together so that they function as one and they're not working against each other. Yeah. Um, but it, it is, it is a state of um, real thoughtfulness too. It is not a state of mindlessness yeah. when we're talking about trusting. It's not just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Someone once told me that the, the longest 18, the longest distance is the 18 inches between your head and your heart. <laughs> learning how to get like there's some things we know in our heart but we can't get our mind around it and sometimes there's our mind actually the in my opinion the, the divine part of our mind can actually have a thought but our heart can't just yet accept it and mm -hmm. so it's working like you said I, I do think that that's a beautiful part of part of this um this process of learning to walk in in the flow of the universe is 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 getting those two kind of working together mm -hmm. um, right just slowly trusting mm -hmm. You're interested and in i think it oh go ahead no 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 go <laughs> and i think it has to do also with them understanding like for the heart to understand the language of the head the head mm -hmm. wants to have some kind of validation of the perspective of the heart not just well we're going to run off and you know just do whatever um and be ungrounded the mm -hmm. the head wants to have a grounded understanding of it. And, and I think I often with this think of something like, um, like doing EFT, which a lot of people we work with are familiar with EFT, emotional freedom techniques. And it's a healing technique where you measure something, the intensity of say fear or anxiety or something before you start, and then you measure it again after. Well, this helps the head 
Because you say, well, gee, when I started, my anxiety was on a scale of one to 10, it was at a nine. And when I finished, it was at a zero or a one. And I was feeling happy and I was feeling much more free. <laughs> and that now that makes sense to the head. Now, if I can do this and achieve those results, then I'll go for it. I'll allow that. Otherwise, it might seem just like a crazy thing to tap on these points in the body. And it's kind of like this can't work. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I, ha I hadn't thought of it in that perspective. So thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whenever you can validate things in a way that helps the mind to uh, to come into an under a mutual understanding with the heart, then that helps to um, to I guess <laughs> shorten the or or maybe shorten the distance between the two so that they can function in harmony. Because the head can say, "Well, gee, of course it makes sense to do this." Yeah. Because I want, you know, I want to enjoy life. <laughs> it's not that the head wants us to suffer, <laughs> right, right, but it yeah. wants to, it's, it's looking for a certain kind of proof. And sometimes you can't provide it. But if you, I think if you're discerning and trusting too, and you can, then you can kind of uh, bring the head along. That's, that's really valuable. Yeah. One of the one of the tools that I use is a, it's a quote it's like a quote unquote God box you can call it your universe box you can call it whatever whatever box you want to call it um, and so every night before I go to bed I write down just really shortly the things that are kind of spinning in my head or whatever I'm worried about or concerned mm -hmm. about or want to see you know whatever whatever issue I'm having and then I also write down on the other side kind of like some of the things that I'm consistently working on. And then I put it, I put this little piece of paper into a box. My, <laughs> uh -huh. my box though are glass jars. So they're big glass jars. And I've been doing this, like I said, for 15 mm. years. So I oh, literally have thousands of pieces of paper in those jars. Um, and what that does for my head is like, I can, when, if I have something that I'm worried about, my head looks at those jars and says, okay, I can trust the universe. I can trust, I can trust the flow. Um, because those mm -hmm. things at the very bottom of those jars were huge to me at those points in time. Um, and I can like, okay, okay. It's just, so it's the same kind of concept. It, it helps me recognize. It helps my head not spin so much. It gives that sense of like, there, there is something beyond my, my thinking mind um, that I can trust. And it's that flow of that universe that I turn my, my life and my will over to, you know? And, mm -hmm. and right. that. So mm -hmm. right cool or technique people can use and and also i think along with that just having having a way for uh not to go kind of hog wild like <laughs> i remember in the 90s and of course you you were in sacramento weren't you in the 90s were you uh, in the not valley yet. not yet i was i was oh. I in southern california at that point. oh i see well anyhow you were in california and, and of course California was slated to be to be you know uh, falling off into the ocean with a oh, massive yeah, yeah, earthquake yes. and all yes. of that yes yes I remember and that. and uh people were doing pretty crazy things like they were um just leaving leaving California and going off someplace where a spaceship was going to pick them up and you know just <laughs> and I think part of it too is and that's where that um that discernment comes in of 
starting small. You know, start by trusting in something small. Like, well, if I feel happier every day, um, what are the results? Or if I, if I, one of the things I like to do is have the intention of living in the flow with, with love and joy, <laughs> you know, and joy and ease, uh, flow with joy and ease. And um, so at a point when I started that, it would be an experiment. Well, if I if I imagine myself in the flow of joy and ease throughout my day, does anything seem to be different about it? And what, a good place to notice it is if you're driving in traffic or just driving at all. Whenever I drive, I I I validate when I'm starting out. Well, I'm going to be in the flow of joy and ease. And a lot of times I'll find myself even in like in the middle of a city like Los Angeles on the freeway and, and there'll be a lot of traffic, not one that's really, really heavy. Obviously you can't have a lot of space around you, but there'll be a bunch of cars in front of me and a bunch of cars behind me. And I'll be in this space where there are no cars around me at all. And I'm just driving in the flow with joy and ease. Yeah. And it happens so much. I can't help but think that my intention has some impact on it. Mm -hmm. So I do it, yeah, <laughs> and it works and for me. Open. You're open, and I, I've heard I heard you say that maybe. I mean, I think I've been around you guys for a little bit over a year. I don't know if it's been over a year, but I think so. But I heard you say that that flow and ease, and I've I've kind of taken that on. Um, some days I remind myself, oh yeah, what is that thing that Jane says? Uh, be 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 in the flow with joy and ease, and just mm -hmm. I like that 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 concept of. We can imagine that and we can we can picture it for our days mm -hmm. uh, and tend for it yeah that even ask ourselves in the midst of it okay okay right now i'm being aware okay when i'm not enjoying these um and when i'm not in the flow being the the first thing is to be aware of it right so we first right. be aware that we're not um, yeah we can just even gently ask ourselves well i wonder what it would look like for me if i was enjoying ease in this in this moment right so think when we're enjoying ease, we're at one with the universe. Where the universe is, is, it's that flow. It's that that beautiful dance. Um, in some traditions, they call it the Leela, God's dance, um, mm -hmm. um, or the universe's dance. And it's just um, this beautiful thing that happens in flow and ease, even through difficult things. Right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Even when there are challenges. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I personally, I believe. Uh, the obstacles we face are actually opportunities for our growth. Yeah. Um, so the more we can cooperate with them, the easier it is to, <laughs> to maneuver through them. Because if we're not cooperating with them, if we resist them, we're just oftentimes adding to them. Yeah. Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like digging yourself a hole and just keeping the, going deeper and deeper. It doesn't help. Yes. And I think actually all of us probably have have seen times with people where we just watch them dig themselves into deeper and deeper holes. And you think, well, why don't you just, <laughs> you can just get out of it too. <laughs> yeah. But, and the funny thing is, I don't know if they, at some point they can, but at that moment, they are inconstitutionally incapable at, at that moment. Mm, but that doesn't mean that they can't. You know what I'm saying? So, no, so like right. when I help people, when I when I think about that, like, because it helps me also to recognize, okay, sometimes they just can't do anything different than what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not to say that they, they couldn't. I don't know. That, that's right. a little oxymoron, but um, right now they're so caught up in that probably fear is probably what it is. Right. A lot of it is fear. 
a lot of it is fear. Yeah. So much is driven by fear in our lives. And, and again, that's what, when I think the universe um, is conspiring against me versus with me, right. you know, right. that, right. that causes a lot of that fear. Yeah. Uh, these misconceptions about, you know, how life should be, um, you know. Right. Right. And, and on a personal level, you can say, well, this person, they're not seeing it. And some people never will see it. And we and it's our I think we're not here to judge them yeah. or to say they're living their lives wrong. But for ourselves, we can we can have the intention knowing we don't It's not like any of us are perfect in all of this, but we can have the intention. Well, as soon as I think of it, <laughs> I want to remind myself that I can turn my intention around on how I'm going to navigate through this obstacle so that I can enjoy life more and have have more vitality ultimately yeah 100%. for me i've been thinking of the bigger picture a lot recently and and i i feel the the message i think of the new age is freedom like this what we're heading into is freedom and how can i view this in relation to having more freedom having the intention of having more freedom and then also clearing <laughs> and we will be doing clearing today with the violet flame which is a real gift to humanity i think so um there's no reason for any of us not to not to feel that we can change things 100 percent. yeah yes. because sometimes we might feel like you're completely disempowered but it's not actually true um, yeah. I see Nikki. Hi, Nikki, <laughs> and welcome. Um, so, um, would you like to have a card? <laughs> oh, sure. Yes, please. I would love it. I and mean, this has been so wonderful. I don't know if we actually need a card per se, but <laughs> we'll see what this adds. So, actually, I'm going to draw from uh, this deck called Sacred Destiny. Oh, <laughs> we actually are talking about opening to our sacred destiny. Yeah. And we're going to draw, we have to have an intention. And we have to have an intention to for something that's going to support us in in being more connected with our sacred destiny. Yeah, beautiful. So the card is oh, this is interesting. <laughs> Taking risks. Okay, <laughs> that's right. what it is. Oh, it's beautiful. And there is actually there's an eagle up in the sky. I see. Um, and I can read a little bit about about it. Oh, that's amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah. So taking risks. That's interesting. High plateau. A high plateau is a large flat area of land that is significantly higher than the landscape around it. Um, this one, this particular oracle relates a lot to nature, which is one of the reasons that I chose to include it in what I do, because uh, nature is a an integral part of our experience here. <laughs> and I like this, uh, significantly higher than the landscape around it. The sides, at least one or two, are sheer and steep. These formations are typically caused by the upwelling of volcanic magna, tectonic movement, or even erosion. Some indigenous groups call these tablelands tepul, tepui. I'm I don't know what this word, which means house of the gods, the high plateau. 
when you stand at the edge of one of these sheer walls, you can feel that you are in the place of the gods. With each card on this one, it, it has, uh, the message is the sacred landscape wants you to know. Mm. When you draw this card, it is time to step beyond your normal everyday life. Take some risks, face your fears, do things in a new and even unorthodox way. Listen more to your inner voice than to the voices and opinions of others. Rather than running for, from potential failure, embrace it. History has shown that those willing to face failure will often succeed in a massive way later. Beautiful. And you can kind of imagine yourself on that plateau. You know, and it's interesting, you have a broader view And I, I, the way that I use this is by imagining, just connecting with that image and what it means to me, which everybody here can do if you want. Just imagine you're on that plateau, closer to, to God. And ask if there's a message in it for you personally. And I sense in that a relief, a relief from the restrictions of everyday reality. That's what I sense. Mm -hmm. I'm curious if you sensed anything for you. Yeah, so for me, um, my sacred space or the place I often go to meet my um, source is, mm -hmm. uh, is a higher plateau where I'm right. overlooking and often being invited to jump off. Um, in a in the most positive like you said freeing way because there is this sense of just releasing into into the into the arms of the universe of mm -hmm. wherever it's going um and just that sense of um that beautiful eagle just catching and carrying you and soaring um, mm -hmm. wherever wherever On the universe the is taking you um, mm -hmm and beautiful stars in there it's just yeah yeah the stars are shining through yeah it's it's very much for me that card looks very much about what we're talking about it's like being in the midst of that being in the midst of that flow being in the midst of that dance being in the midst of um yeah it it, it, it is a leap to trust the flow it is a leap. Mm -hmm. it, it, mm -hmm. it is and it's the most um freeing like you said invigorating exciting thing we can do mm -hmm. uh, and it's okay if we want if we if we need to sit on the edge of the plateau and because you still have this beautiful um perspective that's different mm -hmm. from when you were it, it's this it's this sense of like um, for me the sense of being like um not caught up in all of like you were saying that mass consciousness being caught mm -hmm. up right even even the mass consciousness that i that, that's spinning in my own mind you know um a different mm -hmm. perspective. yeah yeah and it's an opportunity at any time like i know some of the most challenging times are the times when something unexpectedly bad happens <laughs> or perceived as bad mm -hmm. um and our minds tend to want to react right away 
And what, what I've learned actually over time is to set aside my feelings about what it is. Mm -hmm. And just, I can imagine, you know, rise to the plat top of the plateau, or we often do meditations going up to a, a magnificent mountaintop. You don't have to decide this minute what's going to happen or what your next step is. Just allow yourself to settle more into being in your body and out of the fear. Yes. Yeah. And it changes everything. I, I used to I used to respond. <laughs> I'd have these responses to things like, oh no, now my life is over, kind of <laughs> when something would happen. I can remember actually it was so funny. Um the first time Philip and I taught a hypnosis class it, back in the 1990s, uh, we actually were teaching a program. And our first day of teaching, uh, the very first process was uh, doing an induction, you know, getting into a relaxed state. And, and so I, I was doing it and I said, well, this is, this is the easiest thing. This is a surefire way you know, to do it. And I had to volunteer come. And of course it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was like, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, no, it's all over. You know, my first day teaching and it's all already all over. It was like 10 o'clock in the morning of the full day. <laughs> but Philip, fortunately, Philip was a teacher and and he just stepped up and he said, I'm so glad that happened So good. because it, it was an opportunity. Yeah, it is rare with what whatever it was that I was doing. I can remember it. It was very rare for what happened to happen. Yeah. But what it meant was that the person had a block to being able to relax mm. and we needed to find out what it was. That was all that was happening. It wasn't the end of my life. <laughs> yeah, but our minds, they can go, they can go. Right? <laughs> and, and look at you all these years later and yeah. And I'm still years. trying to do it. <laughs> That's amazing. But it's true. Our minds can just go from from zero to crazy, not quote unquote crazy, but zero to panic and anxiety. Oh, yeah. You can just, just fall so completely off the plateau. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's like a process of learning to extend that time between stimulus right. and our response. So I think as we do any of these practices, as we practice, as we um, do our own meditation, soul centering, whatever we do, the more that we practice it, the longer that time between stimulus and response come becomes, I mean, so then you can make a choice. You don't have to go all of a sudden like, ah, you know, and we learn, we don't have to listen to the voice in our head. It's like, oh, there's, right. there's just that voice. We don't need to listen to that one. Right. You know, that we are not that, we're not the voice in our head. Right. And when we make mistakes, that's okay too. A hundred percent. Nobody, nobody is asking any of us to be perfect. Correct. And we can't be, and I, that's another thing I learned actually teaching is I don't have to claim to know everything. I don't have to claim that I don't ever make mistakes. Yeah. And that's very freeing. It's kind of like, oh, here I am. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and we'll see what's going to happen yeah. like today, which is, and it's been, the conversation has been beautiful. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And uh, then it's time meeting. for the meditation. Okay. Did you have something before you wanted no, to add? No, no, no. No, I was going to say just um, like we get to dance our dance. You know, you get to dance, mm -hmm. I get to dance Babs dance this life, and we all get to right. dance whatever little dance we've got. And we don't have to compare. We don't have to, you know, we just get to be and that. That's part of being in that flow is just 
dancing our own dance without right right and what works for me may not work for someone else Correct. yeah 100%. um and the idea of being on the plateau for babs that's why i said what does it mean to you yeah there's a different message probably for each of us in it yeah. but i thought that was a beautiful card <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. And it's I very simple that, just to, to imagine <laughs> getting out of the kind of the thick of things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh Buddy, this is Buddy, by the way, for anybody who hasn't seen Buddy. He likes to be here for these things. <laughs> I don't know if you boy. can hear um I have a mockingbird outside, so he's come to join oh. us. I, I can't, but I, I, I love those. Yeah, they're amazing. And I love it when they, they start singing in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how nice. Yeah, birds are wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so for the meditation, we're actually going to go way up <laughs> out of the mass consciousness platforms. Um, and... Uh, this is something that I really enjoy doing that I find very valuable. And like I said, we're going to have the opportunity to clear uh, with the, uh, the violet flame. So here we go. <clears throat> and if you're in a place where you can relax, where you can settle in and close your eyes and allow yourself to relax, that's where we start. Again, breathing in the most amazing light for you from the universe, love, light, joy, peace, trust, tranquility, whatever feels right to you in this moment. Just breathing that in. Nice full breaths. The full breath is like inviting life fully. And if your breath is restricted, it's uh, not <laughs> exactly having a restricted flow of life through you. So we want to have nice full breath. And as we exhale, a full release, which is also representing fully releasing anything that is not serving you in this moment. So you come more and more into your center with each breath. And you can send that beautiful love and light anywhere in the body that needs more of it. Maybe worry if you're experiencing any tension or if you have a part of your body that's healing, if you have a part of your body that you haven't been loving as much as you could. Every cell of our body deserves love. And of course, we want to send that light and love all around us into all of the layers of our energy field, opening to more light and releasing with the exhale. And as we release, asking anything that you've picked up from other people, other times, other places, we pick up an energy from those people, places, and times that we can just ask with our intention to send it back because that creates more space for our own presence to, to be with us here. And similarly, any bits of ourselves that we've left with other people, other places, other times, bring those back to you in this moment. And you might notice that you feel more present in your body and more at ease. And with that, I sense 
as I generally do, there are a lot of angels, beautiful beings of light supporting us. And they're available to us by invitation. <laughs> so we can invite, we can invite them to support us by bringing us lighter energy now because we're going to be rising up to a higher place. So feeling lighter with every breath. And just imagine now in whatever way is safe and feels good to you that you're rising up and we're going to rise up all the way above, above our houses and trees and all of the mountaintops. We're going to go even above the atmosphere of the earth. And with that, with the intention of arising above the mass consciousness platforms that hold us <laughs> in limitation. And just allowing ourselves to float out into the universe where we can be completely free. Just breathing in pure light and feeling yourself surrounded by the stars. And that freedom is ours for the taking, a place where we don't have to buy into what others want us to feel we need to be or do, where we can just be ourselves and open to our hearts, the love we hold in our hearts, that connection with the creator that exists there, that spark of divine in us. And here I want to invite to join us Commander Ashtar. He's an enlightened cosmic being who promotes truth, peace, love, and harmony between all of the beings in the universe. So we're out even beyond planet Earth to promoting harmony for all, a place where we can feel that harmony. Commander Ashtar is often perceived as being surrounded by stars. So it's perfect to be here in his presence with the stars around us. And it's okay if you don't believe in a being like Commander Ashtar also. You don't have to. Just understand what feels right to you. That feeling of being at one with the universe, which is really what he's talking about, is promoting that sense of us all being at one with the universe, a universe that is supporting each and every one of us in being our best possible selves. And releasing all of that weight <laughs> that has been heaped on us by others, by our experiences down on earth in 3D. So with that intention, you can just, you might sense yourself releasing some more weight now. And we also want to invite to join us uh, the Ascended Master Saint Germain, who is actually one of the primary uh, beings of light who are leading us into this new age of freedom. And one of the gifts that he has offered to us and the universe has offered to us is the violet flame, which is a flame of the light. It's violet is the 
the highest vibrational color that we can perceive <laughs> from our current perspectives in 3D. And it has the ability to transmute, uh, you could say it's like alchemy, transmuting base metals into gold or transmuting uh, lower vibrations into love and joy and peace and harmony. So you can, if there's something that comes to mind, maybe from our conversation, like having anxiety or fear or whatever it is for you, we all have something that holds us back or we wouldn't be here. <laughs> and it's fine because these are just misunderstandings of, of our true divine nature. And this is an opportunity if we want to invite the violet flame, which I suggest now would inviting Saint Germain to surround us with this beautiful violet flame, perceived in whatever way works for you. I love sparkling. <laughs> I always add sparkles to it. Sparkles are energy. They break, it breaks up things. They break things up. Um, so sparkling violet flames or whatever violet flame feels right in your mind, surrounding yourself with it and asking it to clear out whatever it is related to what you're experiencing from all the layers of your energy field, emotional, mental, all of that stuff that can just weigh us down more than anything that isn't really supporting us in being our most divine selves. So feeling that going all through there and into your body, that violet, perfect violet flame all through your body. And you might notice there are places that seem to need it more than others. You can focus on those places. And then all the way down to the cellular level. The cells love love. They, they love the violet flame clearing out spaces. It's interesting because in in our physical world, the spaces between things, if you go and we go down all the way to the atomic level, the spaces between <laughs> the atoms and the parts of the atoms are much bigger than any kind of a form. And what we're wanting to do is clear all of the kind of crud <laughs> that is clogging up the spaces between uh, essentially the electrons in our cells that are spinning. And as we clear those spaces, they can spin faster and freer, which frees up everything. So we can just imagine clearing out the spaces in our awareness, in our consciousness, in our bodies, all of the spaces that might be congested. And as you do that, um, you can sit in the violet flame as long as necessary. My sense generally is it only takes a few minutes before I start to uh, sense that love and joy emerging. So we can feel that now, that sense of love and joy emerging. And with that, when we're clearing out spaces with the violet flame, we also need to fill them intentionally with what we want. <laughs> and essentially that is more light. 
And recently, I, my, uh, my guidance has been calling me to a being called Amorissus, who is the twin flame of the, arc, uh, the ascended master El Moria. And Amorissus is known also as the goddess of light who has the ability to bless us with pure light. So in whatever way works for you, whatever quality of light works for you, just ask yourself to be surrounded by all of that divine light and feel it going into all of those spaces that have been cleared. And you might feel even lighter and brighter now. Just opening to the divine and opening to the blessings of the universe, to the freedom that is yours. And with that, you might also sense again, with that idea of being on the plateau or in this case, being out <laughs> completely in a place of freedom. You know, what is possible for you? What might you do differently or <clears throat> perceive differently to achieve more freedom? And how does it feel to you to imagine maybe using the violet flame regularly? I use it every day actually to clear out any spaces that are ready to be cleared so I can experience more freedom and more of that sense of unity with the callings of the universe, the callings of, my, of the universe for me to realize my divine plan. And for you, that calling is to bring you more into harmony with the divine plan for your life. So we can thank all of these beautiful beings who are supporting us, especially Commander Ashtar and St. Germain and Amarissus, who you can invite to join you anytime. The key with all of this is having a pure intention with your, from your heart and an openness to the divine. Because they want us, they want us <laughs> to become lighter, to become brighter for the good of ourselves and for humanity at this time. Because humanity, as <laughs> I think most of us know, is in great need of light. So again, we can offer our gratitude to them. And we can bring back this light with us as we start to imagine ourselves coming back down into our bodies, wherever we are resting. Our feet firmly connecting with the earth, sending some of that love and light down to Mother Earth. And you may notice with that you receive love back from her too. I'm breathing in more active energy, bringing you back to 
your normal waking state <laughs> so you can function here on earth. And taking your time, when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you. Beautiful. Mm, it felt so good to me. <laughs> I already did one meditation today, but that felt even better. That was lovely. That's super lovely. Of course, I really believe, even though um, we're not together physically, all of us who are experiencing this through time also, through time and space, that we are adding energy to it. So when we're together, it has a, 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 multiple, <laughs> a multiple effect. It makes lovely. everything stronger and brighter. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's lovely. I, um, and even before you started, Amaristus was part of my meditation as, as we went up. Um, so I was so glad she came back at the end. Mm, she's so beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Lovely. And um, just uh, I had whirlwinds of purple. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. It was like around me. It, then, it, then, it, then it settled down and trickled in. I think it was kind of like what you were talking about, those electrons spinning in that space in between mm -hmm. um, of quantum physics and the whole concept of right. quantum field and all of that. <laughs> right. Universe, but just the, the distance inside, like we're, it's, it's incredible to think of that. And then that, that, that can get cleared. Um, and that we can add more energy into that. It just really felt beautiful. And that, um, just kind of like that, that, that light that comes out, you know, from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And doing this regularly, I, it, it changes you. I guarantee it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the angels, we didn't actually connect directly with the archangels and other angels, but there were angels and there are always angels around us who are willing to help us to lift our spirits. Yeah. Um, yeah and, I love and they change us too. Yeah, I love the concept at the end that you brought in, Jane, about um, that as we become lighter, because often sometimes it's like, well, why would the angels want to, you know, why would they want to help me? And it's not not like that, why me, poor me, but it's kind of like, but it's also this sense that we're this combined, like with Commander Ashtar, that we're, we're this combined light. And the more that we are light together, it becomes lighter for them as well, you know, and, and they're just right. the love. Um, but it's just like that sense of that, the multiplication of light, the multiplication of that beautiful frequency. Right. Well, and, and we're also, we're bringing that into the mass consciousness platforms. We're lightening up exactly. yes, <laughs> one by yeah. one. You know, each of us is contributing to um, lightening up the world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I didn't quite say it the, right, as well as you did, but yes, that's exactly it. It, it like comes from there, but then it, it spreads out like when right. I was, like at the end, like it was like the, my being was brighter and the intention was that we get to spread that to this world. And we get to just, it, when I walk out of, out of my little studio here, I get to go to my family and I'll be lighter. Um, mm -hmm. and it right. And it makes life out. easier for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so we're all, it's, it's interesting because there was a time years ago when I felt like nothing I did mattered. Hmm. And that was part of, I think, my, the dark night of the soul kind of <laughs> like, well, you know, why bother? No, I don't really count anyhow. We all count. Yeah. 
you know, to think that you don't matter is, it's just not at all true. There's no one who is any more valuable than anyone else. Um, and I wanted to thank Nikki, by the way, she said that was truly awesome. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for participating. You helped to make it truly awesome for, I think, everybody. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, we matter. Mm -hmm. For sure. And what you're, what you're vibrating is what you're emanating. Yeah. So if you're vibrating love and you go out into this grocery store or something and you're vibrating love out in the grocery store, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably even good for the food. <laughs> for everyone, for everyone. And, and just to remember that that's always, that's always available to us. You know, right. I, love, I love the saying, we can start our day over anytime. Um, so yes. If we found ourselves in a little funk, we can, we can just, we can, we can take a couple deep breaths, maybe connect with our soul, connect with the universe and, and mm -hmm. start over again. And, and it's always yeah. available to us. Yeah. Every moment is a new beginning. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. one way to look at it. It's like, yeah. and, and there have been times when I can remember I would uh, set out thinking of meditating every morning or something. And, uh, and then I would only do it for so many days and I would stop. And part of it, I think, is it wasn't exciting enough. This kind of stuff that we do is so exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't get too much of it. Um, yeah. But it, you can always start fresh. There's no time like the present. Mm -mm. Yeah. And that's actually the only time we have. I mean, if we're talking right. about quantum field in the universe. Yeah, this is this moment right here, right now, is all we have. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then the next one and the next one and the next one. But, right. you know, work forever, however long that dance goes. But, yeah. 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 And beating ourselves up, that's just part of the illusion taking over again. Yes. None of the beings up there want us to beat ourselves up. <laughs> they want us to realize, well, I, I, I misunderstood something here. And now this is my opportunity to take another look at it. Yeah. Because that's all it is. The whole thing, the, the idea of uh, limitation, the way it's perceived in 3D is it's all an illusion. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think we just forget. We forget. That's like a. Yeah. Well, we're programmed, you know, we can't help it. <laughs> it's what happened. <laughs> but right, but program can get unprogrammed. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy came from a, a junkyard. He was rescued from a junkyard in Fresno. Yeah. He, he, he was in very, now. very, yeah. But he, his ears, they were all black around the edges from fly, fly, fly bites. Flies were, you know, they would in the junkyard, they would bite his ears and he had sores on his body. And he's so bright and beautiful now. Yes. Yes. And he loves love. Yeah. He well, knows he to value it. Yeah. He's, he's surrounded by it. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and there's these little guys are such blessings. Mm hmm. Aren't they, you? They, they, they live in that, in that always, that always the present moment. They are mm -hmm. always in the midst of that dance. Like I have a, a house full of pets, but <laughs> yeah. Eckhart Tolle has this beautiful little, it's like, uh, it's not a child's book, but it's a little, it's a, it's almost like a child's book, but it's a little colored, uh, little 
book about this big, but it's about how cats and dogs, they can be our teachers in, oh, they in, are, for in sure. the present moment. Um, because <laughs> they're always in the present moment, connected to it, doing their dance. They're not, you know. Yeah, getting out, running around with their toys and things. Right? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it is interesting how they can carry, though, they can carry the damage, but they seem to heal a bit faster than many of us. Yeah. So yeah, they respond to the love, certainly. A hundred percent. Um, we're actually we've oh, filled nice. up all our time. It went so fast. Thank you, Babs, for being world. here. <laughs> What's that? Do we better send love and light out to the world? Oh yes. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we already did some, but we yes, can do we, a little more. Get out my planet. Yes. And we are sending it out whether we're doing it intentionally or not, but we also can mm -hmm. uh through our intention, send it to places, people in places that are really in need of it, like war-torn places, people we know who may be in need of healing, um, our community, to help our community. And of course, we can do this anytime, too. Um, and with that, uh, Babs, can you tell people how they can find out more about you and connect with you? Oh, sure. Thanks. Um, yeah, you the, probably the easiest way to find me is through my website, which is purplelotuscollective.com. So purplelotuscollective.com. You can find me also on Twitter, PLC Babs. Um, and that's the main ways you can get to me. But yeah, wonderful. And I do um, meditation coaching and holistic healing. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, and uh, at Awakenings Institute, we have coming up starting this Wednesday, actually, a, a, an oracles course for opening to your intuition and your magnificence. And we will, we're using uh, the Sacred Destiny Oracle cards and another amazing <laughs> deck of oracle cards we haven't ever shared anywhere um, like this so far. Um, and uh, just a wonderful group of people. So you can find out more about that at tinyurl.com forward slash read dash oracles um, goes to our website. It's just the, our URLs are too long <laughs> to be able to list them here. Um, and of course, I want to thank everybody for being here. You are a blessing to the world. Um, you can find out more at circleoflovenlight.org. You can also support the circle by following our page on Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com forward slash awakenings circle. You can share this video with your friends on Facebook, and that's wonderful. Offer the opportunity to <laughs> brighten their day. And you can invite your friends to join you in the circle. Maybe something to, to talk about. Anyhow, um, the last thing we do is send that love and light out to the week ahead. Just imagine filling every space <laughs> in that week ahead and further if you want with love and light. So it'll be there for you when you get there. And with that, I wish everybody a wonderful week and we'll be back same time, same place next week. So bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful week. <laughs>